This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 489, How to Question the Question for a Higher Speaking Score. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, we'll address touchy speaking part three questions related to gender comparisons and teach you how to push back against the expectations for increased IELTS scores. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, how you doing? I think, well, I think I'm, I might be doing better than you. There's, there was some, some significant throat clearing happening before we hit record today. Oh, yes, I got a little head cold here. And Ugh. yeah, you know, head colds, they kind of drain your energy and they, they leave you feeling kind of like, bleh. that's how I feel. I feel bleh. Bleh. Oh, I hate that feeling. Yeah. And it's not like you can just stop and get better either. Yeah, like you're no. not just going to lay down and drink tea and sleep or whatever. Like you have no stuff way. to do. Absolutely. I'm working right through it. But you know, so it just takes time to go away. But hopefully in the next couple of days, it'll be gone. I'm going to keep oh, going. For though, sure. You know, keep going with everything. That's okay. S- I wonder if our listeners are familiar with that phrase, a head cold. Like, how is that different than just saying a cold? Well, yeah, it's a good question, actually. A a cold, a head cold to me is just everything is happening in the head. Like, it's happening in the nose. You know, maybe you have a little bit of a headache. You have some stuffiness, a runny uh, runny nose, throat, uh, hurts. But if you have a cold... Well, I guess it's the same thing. It's more like if you're sick and you have the flu. Now, that's a different ball game, right? That is something I noticed, though, when I was living in Taiwan, is that like the words flu and cold mm. are often confused. Like yeah. they're different sorts of things. So like a head cold would just be you're sort of sick from the neck up, yeah, but it sure. hasn't really like got into your lungs yet. That sort of like horrible mm. cough type thing, you know, oh. and it's like a... Like, because we also say chest cold. Oh, we don't do we? say that, don't we? Yeah. We do. So there are some some categories of colds, but the worst is the flu. Have you ever had the flu yourself? Oh, heck yeah. Okay. Oh, God, it's horrible. The flu, I think, but also there are two types of flus. I think mm. if you just say flu, it could be like a cold, but you have sort of body aches, like your whole oh. body just sort of hurts. Oh. But then there's also the stomach flu where you're like throwing up all the time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. None of it is good. <laughs> no, no, none no. of it is good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why for our listeners, 
when you guys are preparing for IELTS, you know, don't stress yourself out. One reason we get sick is because we get stressed. And the way to not stress ourselves out is to have a clear plan, to be following a plan. And from, you know, day 30, 29, 28, we're doing everything in the right way in a calm manner. Exactly. I mean, just the other day, someone, one of our students posted on YouTube, just like, I, I want, I'm committed to this study plan. Um, and I've blocked out the next month just for IELTS, but uh, I feel like if I only study <laughs> for, you know, two to four hours a day, it's not enough. Like I, I'll feel like I'm wasting time doing anything else. Mm. And I'm like, dude, you don't do more than that. Like, yeah. Two to four hours a day is plenty because totally. more than that, you will stress yourself out. You'll get oh, sick. Yeah. Your scores will go down. Definitely. Basically. Definitely. It's all about just knowing exactly what to do, the right stuff at the right time and the right amount of time. And we don't get sick and we walk into the test calm like our student that was interviewed um, uh, just last week. I think Vanessa said she had mm-hmm. gone through some meditation before and yoga before yes. going into testing. She had time to do that because she was well prepared. Yeah. Oh, man, that was a great interview. That was Um, a good one. So, and also, like, confidence, right? Like, being relaxed, taking that pressure off, knowing that you've prepared in the best way, that's what gives you confidence. And that is key. That is everything in how we perform on the speaking exam more so than than any other part of the the test. So, Mm. guys, that's part of what we're talking about today is to have confidence in yourself and in expressing yourself in your genuine, authentic opinions. The, yeah. We want the examiners want to hear your real opinions. Mm. So don't just don't talk like everybody else. Don't say what you think the examiner wants to hear. Right? Like, don't be afraid to be yourself. So there's a specific question type that we are thinking of today, and it is about gender. <laughs> mm, I like that. Yeah, it takes energy to say something different from what most people say or what you think people want you to say. So, you know, having this energy, having this confidence will make you stand out and give you that seven or higher. Yeah, definitely. So, guys, there are quite a few, uh, I want to say functions of questions that come up Mm. in Speaking Part 3 regarding many different topics. This could fall under like any Speaking Part 3 topic, but it's asked these functions, they're, they're asking you to compare men and women. And... At, at least from my experience, the, the female examiners that I know um, don't really like these questions because they're very stereotypical. They're very like putting men and women in boxes. And, you know, any like westernized country and more and more all the countries around the world, we want gender equality and we expect gender equality and to break out of these boxes. So it still sort of bothers people, a lot of people, that IELTS still has these questions. <laughs> yeah, especially leading questions that assume right. the answer, right? Especially exactly. this first one that we're going to do is very much a Ugh. leading question. <laughs> God. Oh, it drives me nuts. You know what? I'm going to, I want to tackle this first. So yeah, that's today, fun. guys, listen to how Lindsay and I work through our responses, right? How we yeah. can be honest, addressing the question directly, but also questioning the question, right? Yeah, like, I love that. This is, this is a deep way to respond. And I promise you, it will make you stand out from other students. And this goes a long way towards proving your fluency and communication abilities. 
Okay. So okay. I'm ready. Cool. <laughs> okay, you're ready. All right, here we go. I'm going to ask you a leading question, <laughs> but a common question on oh. IELTS about gender. Here we go. So Jessica, why do women like shopping more than men? Oh my goodness. I, you know, I knew this question might come up on the exam and I, I'm a, uh, I'm a little disappointed that this is still a current question. But to be honest, I, at least judging from my like personal experience, people that I personally know, I don't think women like shopping more than men. If you take my mom and my stepdad, for example, um, my mom shops maybe twice a year and she just mm. gets everything she needs on sale, like one and done. Boom. But my stepdad, he could go to Costco and be there for two hours. This man loves to shop more than anybody else I've ever met. And I wouldn't think of him as effeminate or as having any quote unquote female characteristics. In fact, he was a policeman. He was a detective. He still carries a gun. Like he loves being a man, but he also loves shopping. So Long story short, I don't think women like shopping more than men. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> so, guys, like the uh, this is where you can really let your um your passion come through and sort of an indignation, I think is the name of what yeah. I was feeling there. <laughs> you like this is your chance to show emotions and these are genuine personal emotions that can come through here. Yeah, and I think also this is an opportunity to increase our pronunciation score, it sounds like totally. to me, because when you say, to be honest, right, you have to say that with some variety in your voice. voice totally. right? You can't say it flatly. Exactly. So yeah. That's a really good opportunity. Guys, I think this would be such a good um, episode to use for pronunciation practice. If you can listen to how we are answering and and mimic this, like really feel what it's like to express yourself as we do, it would be really, really good practice. Okay. okay. So, Lindsay, I'm going to ask you a question now. Okay, um, I'm ready. I can't stop making sounds like, ugh. I can't, like, <laughs> keep those inside. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Do men participate in more physical activity than women do? Wow, I'm surprised by this question. <laughs> and I know I would be expected to answer this in the affirmative, but I would have to push back there and say, not necessarily. You know, as a young woman, when I was growing up in college, my world was college tennis. I was completely surrounded by sports. I was after classes, I was out running sprints. And a lot of the men that I knew in college didn't play sports. And I think it's really a mistaken notion, the idea that men are, are more physically active than women are or engage in sports more often. That, I'm going to clap. That was fantastic. <laughs> Guys, pay, like, pay attention to how we, how we question the question. How do we shift from what we think you want us to say into what we actually want to say? Like, mm. at the beginning there, Lindsay said, I would be expected to answer in the affirmative. Mm. That was such a good sentence. It was so good. Um, guys, come back to the blog post. I'm going to put these transition phrases in there so you guys can put these in your vocabulary notebook. Add them in. Um, this is episode, what is it? Four, eight? Da, 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 yeah, Lindsay? I think this you know is, is episode four, eight, nine. 
Yes. 489. All right, awesome. So come back to the blog, IELTS.allearsenglish.com and search 489. These are amazing. Speaking part three phrases. Um, Okay, yeah, that bothers me. I'm sorry, but I... (laughs) I, I mean, like, I grew up playing soccer, right? And you grew yeah. up playing sports. Tennis. We, yeah. Tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, every female I know is, like, super strong. My best friend is, like, crazy into jujitsu right now. I, <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's frustrating. It is really frustrating. I mean, it's, it's very cultural, our mindset, but it is spread. This idea is spreading worldwide, the idea of equality. It's not such a, a foreign right. concept. Yeah. You know? I mean, and, and if we are preparing to live in a Western country, which we're assuming most people taking the IELTS are doing that, then we need to be up to date in terms of our norms of how women are looked at. Exactly, exactly. And of course, if you are from a conservative country, these are not going to be your answers, right? Like that's. But however, that doesn't mean your feeling or your opinion or your views have to um, have to adhere strictly to whatever conservative expectations that you were brought up with. And Mm -hmm. it's fine if they do. Okay, just be honest. But I would think if you're studying IELTS, if you're developing this culture of thinking, if you are like furthering your knowledge and your perspective on what roles are, what expectations are, what Mm -hmm. like human rights are for everyone, then maybe your perspective is shifting, you know? So yeah, yeah, don't be afraid to sort of push back. Oh, that was the other thing you said. Push back. Yeah. Push back. Ah, so good. That's a good one. And I also just want to say that this episode is not just for this topic, right, guys? So if you get a question that's a leading question about an assumption around maybe around your culture or something that you don't agree with, use this episode and translate it to those answers, right? So these ways of saying to push back or to be, I was, I would be expected to answer this way or to be honest. These are all valid for that kind of answer too, not just gender. Completely, completely. You know, it just occurred to me, there's like very simple questions in part one, like um, about studying English and stuff. And did you always want to study English? It's mm-hmm. fine to say no. I think yeah. students feel like they have to like flatter the examiner, like, oh, I love English. My teacher is amazing. But what if that's not true? What if it's like a means to an end? Yeah, That would also be interesting. Just be like... To be honest, I know I know what you want me to say here, but to be mm. completely frank, um, English yeah. is a means to an end for me. I want a better life for my family to immigrate to, you know, I mean, yeah. no, we could use this all over the place. Yeah. I think honesty is more interesting. Always. This is, this has really become sort of a core concept of IELTS energy is the, yeah. the, the idea of honest communication, Definitely. being able to strengthen and, and quicken <laughs> the connections mm-hmm. between your brain and your mouth. Just yes. letting the communication <laughs> like flow more quickly. Honesty yeah. is a huge part of that. Huge, huge. All right, cool. Okay, do you, so do you want to do the last more. one? One sure, more? Sure. Okay, here we go. Here it is, Jessica. Okay, <laughs> Jessica, do women tend to talk more than men do? Okay, so this is actually a very uh, this is a fascinating topic. I feel like yeah. I feel like the the notion of women talking more than men has a negative connotation, as if 
women talk more, but what they are talking about has no substance. Like it's about gossip or shopping or makeup or what have you. But in fact, I do think women tend to talk more than men, but I don't think it's substanceless. I think we are talking through emotions and thoughts and we're, we're more able to voice our opinions and our emotions. Whereas a lot of men were brought up to stuff that down, right? Maybe to only express, um, stuff about sports or that is also a stereotype. But I do think that my women friends, I definitely have longer conversations with than the men friends. So mm-hmm. I think I think it might be true, but I don't think it's as negative as people sort of paint it to be. Good. I love it. Mm. So questioning the question, like challenging the assumption behind the question, right? Yeah. I love that. I love how you, <laughs> I also like how you used in fact. That's another uh, phrase that we can fall back on here, guys, for these answers. Totally. And notice the pauses. I just did a YouTube video about speaking part three formal fillers and a pause is one of those. And that was a good example because to emphasize the transition, right? I don't just mow through the answer. I'm not just like, in fact, what people say, no, like I pause. I'm like, in fact... And then I dive into the fact. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds much less robotic that way. Totally. Pausing is pausing is way underappreciated, guys. It's a, it's a part of our intonation. <laughs> yeah, that's something I want to use more in my daily conversations and I just don't I don't I don't think I use it enough, but I want to use it more cuz it can create a real dramatic effect. It's kind of cool. Totally. <laughs> yeah. You know, we did an episode like 2 years ago about pausing. I will link to that in the blog as well, as well as that YouTube video about speaking part 3 fillers. Oh, cool. Okay. Awesome. So guys, (laughs) just keep in mind that anytime you're getting a question that you think is assuming something and you disagree with the assumption behind the question, use these phrases, pull them out, come back to our blog, check out this episode. And if you want the step-by-step system to get to your goal faster, Jessica, where can they go to get that? So you can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and yes, testing strategies. But as you can hear today, having personal perspectives is necessary. You have to have something to say on the exam. Mm -hmm. So the other half of the course is developing those personal perspectives. We guide you into resources, what to read, what to watch, what to listen to. So everything is there in the study plan. I love it. I love it. Awesome. All right. Very cool. Well, thanks for hanging out today. And this is a great question, a great topic to bring up. Very important. Oh, so fun. I feel, I'm like, oh, I had some like (laughs) adrenaline there because I was like angry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's angry. Get her a punching bag. (laughs) I'm going to go to the gym after this. I'm going to run it off. Okay, Lindsay. (laughs) All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.